Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. So today, um, actually, I'm going to talk about a couple of things, uh, but one of the things is that I really want people to pay attention to what's happening uh, throughout the nation. We have many veterans and their families uh, who are now stricken in Louisiana, uh, New Jersey, New York, uh, Georgia. We're, they're throughout the country, and we have fires in California uh, that are affecting the uh, veterans' families. Make sure that you help those families uh, to get out of this. You know, the first thing is is that a veteran is going to be the first one to jump off their car and swim through the water to try to save somebody. But we also need to protect our veterans and their families. And we have some gold star families out there where they have lost their loved ones. So make sure that you reach out, that you provide whatever you can, whether it's food, a kind word, money, support, uh, just giving them some place to stay. Make sure we protect these families. Uh, they are the ones that made our nation possible. And in this time of need, make sure that they are secure and are taken care of. Uh, we also have some veterans who are coming home from Afghanistan, uh, from uh, Kabul. You saw the, uh, the horrific things that were going through there. Uh, we see people who are actually going through uh, uh, their life circumstances and are trying to contend with losing 13 uh, service members, uh, including 11 Marines, uh, one Naval person, and then also one Army. Uh, those are the people that are defending this nation and that were uh, gave their lives for this country, for the honor uh, that sh- of you having the privilege of following this Constitution and being able to wake up every morning in your bed secure and sound without having uh, to pay the ultimate price yourself. So make sure that you recognize them uh, and make sure that you support these families. Also, there are many service members who were injured in that incident who are in the hospital system, uh, some in critical, and then some uh, who are in less, um, a much more stable condition. So make sure that you uh, honor these veterans when they return home. As people come from overseas, we have to, you know, keep our promises, and we made some really great alliances and allegiances with uh, the people of, um, of Afghanistan. Uh, but, you know, for the Afghanistanis, we have to give them a, a sanctuary, the home here in the United States, but at least not let the government forget that you need to take care of your veterans who are homeless as well. Make sure that you support those veterans who, who fought this battle and those veterans who are here at home who have all been but forgotten after they've returned from war. So uh, get to business, Congress, and everyone else who's up there. Uh, make sure that you take care of these veterans. We also have an issue that's going on now uh, with the Delta variant, and this Delta variant is actually – uh, one of the things that we're facing and confronting, and there's a lot of confusion out there uh, right now, and part of it is understandable because of the, um, you know, the way that we've been getting information about this virus, and we have to make sure 
that people have a very, very clear understanding of what this virus does and how it affects us. So when I was looking at the, uh, the virus itself, one of the things I always like to say is one of my favorite quotes I give the students is, you know, remember, science never asked for you to believe in it, but it is incredibly unforgiving if you do not. So you may choose to walk to the edge of a cliff and take that extra step and uh, fall and not be- choose not to believe in gravity or the existence of gravity, but gravity doesn't care one way or another whether you believe or not. It's part of science. It's part of the natural order of things. And as you fall, if you survive at the bottom of this cliff, you um, then will have the opportunity to become a believer. Uh, so make sure that we uh, look at the science and follow it very closely. And uh, this is a scientific nation. M- much of what we have done and the great achievements we've made in energy in uh, building and architecture, uh, construction, many of the things that we have done have been based on science, and that has given us the ability to actually win even the uh, war, uh, you know, with Germany. Uh, We uh, had mechanized infantry. All of our ships, all the things that we build and use are based on scientific principles. Uh, Without those, we would have nothing. We'd still be going around trying to get across the ocean on a log (laughs) instead of a battleship. So make sure that uh, we pay attention to the science. Um, Right now, the Delta variant is, uh, you know, traveling through our country at a very rapid rate. Uh, We know that the Delta variant or the virus is actually not just a variant, it's actually variants. There are about 50, at least 15 different forms, if not more, by this point in time of that kind of Delta mutation that's happening in the virus. Uh, but what we do know is that people who are fully vaccinated, actually um, your likelihood of being hospitalized is extremely low. You know, it's, it's in the order of 0.004% uh, chance of you getting uh, hospitalized, even if you have a breakthrough infection, if you are fully vaccinated. Uh, what it does is it keeps you out of the intensive care unit. It keeps you out of the hospital. And what it does is it allows you, even if you do get a, a mild infection with this virus, it allows you to then uh, quarantine or you know to wear your mask to protect yourself, of course, and the loved ones you have around you. But what it does is it allows you to avoid going into bankruptcy court because you went into a hospital for four weeks on a ventilator, and now you have to pay for all those uh, those costs. It also allows you to still be around for your family, to walk your children down the aisle, um, and it also allows you to see them graduate from school. It allows you to still be part of your family, and they don't want to lose you at any point in your life, especially for something that can be completely prevented. But what we're finding is that most if, um, of people who end up in a hospital, 99.96% approximately of people ending up in a hospital are people who are unvaccinated. So it doesn't make any sense um, not to uh, go and try to get vaccinated. Just look at, this, you know, look at the science, look at the facts, and make, come to your own conclusion. This is a free will society. That's what our Constitution is based upon. But make sure you make the right choice, you know, for yourself and for your family members, and make sure that you're protecting yourself. We have, uh, you know, so many things that we have to be thankful for uh, because our, 
you know, our nation has provided us with the ability and with the strength, you know, to support each of the citizens in this country. And uh, we have to protect each other. Uh, so I'm fully vaccinated. Uh, I made the choice myself because I wanted to make sure I was doing the right thing uh, for my uh, fellow citizens as well. That's why I still wear a mask even though I'm fully vaccinated because even if I only get a mild case of uh, COVID-19, I can still pass it on to my neighbor, my friend, my community member, someone in a grocery store that is just trying to buy something to you know feed their family, and then they take that back to an elderly person or to uh, a person uh, that is on chemotherapy for cancer, like a child. So I don't want to be the one that allows that uh, connection to still exist, where this virus can spread indiscriminately and, you know, affect people and uh, kill people that are innocent. So that that's the reason why I do it myself personally. And... Um, there, there are so many uh, things, this, these vaccinations actually uh, going back to um, Boston uh, back in 1700. We had a, a big outbreak of smallpox. And Onesimus, who was a, a slave who came over from Africa, um, actually uh, introduces one idea about variolation where you actually vaccinate people. Uh, you take a little bit of the smallpox. It was a little bit more dangerous because they, it wasn't with this, all the science we have now where we make it a much safer vaccine. But what it did was it saved tens of thousands of lives, uh, along with Cotton Mather, who was a preacher um, and who actually was the slave owner for um, uh, Onesimus. And uh, that was right before the Boston Tea Party. It was before the American Revolution. This country may have been a whole lot different had it been not for vaccinations in uh, 1706, around that time in Boston. So we have to really think about what we're um, looking at, the science, and believe in uh, the technologies and in our country. Uh, the country was made by the people for the people. And, uh, you know, people sometimes will ask me, well, why? Did you, you know, serve combat tours overseas and what was the purpose and all of that? I want to tell you something. Um, when service members raise their hand to defend this country and the Constitution, it's not saying that they are here to set the moral compass for the country. That's for you as the people in the country to have public debates and discussions and moral rallying points and and decide what what direction the nation should be moving in through voting, uh, through civic action, uh, through involvement with the government. Uh, but the service members are here to serve the nation and to protect whatever it is that we come up with as a uh, community uh, to be uh, established as what we consider a good country. So make sure that you understand that the veterans uh, who are servicing you are uh, people who have uh, put their lives on the line for this and are in, in a position to do things uh, that are uh, really important for us as, uh, as a people in a country. Now, I wanted to um, also talk to you about um, some of the things that uh, I feel that are really near and dear to my heart. This show is really a show um, and we launched a digital TV program uh, last week on Sunday, 
and uh, that will be uh, coming online strong in the future. And one of the things that we were discussing, I had uh, General Honore on and also uh, Congressman Davis, and um, and we were just talking about some uh, essential things, Cliff and I and uh, Glenda. And what we were talking about is that this show is actually uh, something that is needed in this country to unify all of us. And uh, one of the things that is really, really important to pay attention to is that uh, this show is really uh, meant to be nonpartisan. Uh, there are comments that are made here and there that could be interpreted as being partisan in one direction or another, but it is important to realize that our service members come from all political parties. Our service members come from all races, ethnicities, um, uh, you know, male and female gender identities, uh, LBGTQ plus IA, you know, so we, we are coming from many, many different various backgrounds, different cultures from the south, from the rural areas, from the urban areas. Uh, and what comes together is that once we are in that uniform and we form a unit, we are a family. And the family has all these different various components. And I'll tell you something. I loved all those components. I loved the jazz, the blues, the rock. Uh, the country music, I, I loved it all. And that means that I learned and had experience a more enriched life because of the service men and women I was serving with uh, from all backgrounds. And we have got to keep that in focus. Um, so we have not been uh, really uh, uh, really in, uh, you know, in, in, in a position where uh, we have been trying to um, – you know, support one idea or another over it. So as time goes on, we'll be hearing various viewpoints from multiple people from different backgrounds. It's good to keep that in mind. You know, you know, getting back to the uh, COVID-19, that now we're coming up with this thing about this issue about a booster dose. And many people are starting to understand and be a little bit confused about the booster dose. And uh, what the booster dose is, it's a dose that allows you uh, to have an additional level of protection because the by antibody wanes over time. It wanes uh, over about eight-month period. That was the initial projection. So some people feel, well, you can do it eight months, you can do it six months after. So you have uh, different v viewpoints among the scientists as far as, you know, how soon do you need to get it. But one thing is certain is that you need to get it. What they're showing is, is that uh, the antibodies that were produced from the first two uh, uh, vaccinations that you received, if you had the Moderna or the Pfizer, are waning a little bit. And this is just an added kick to that. What they showed is that it increases the antibody titers or the amount of antibody in your blood by tenfold. And actually, most of the studies are now showing that it has increased by 30-fold or 40-fold. So it's a much better response than they thought. So it's very, very protective, and that actually can keep you in uh, a good position and can protect you and your family from, like I meant before, going to the hospital and being put on a ventilator. We don't want to see you there. You, Every person in this country is precious and is important to us. So on September 20th will be the first day that the people who initially got vaccinated, those were mostly our health care workers, our first responders, 
Uh, those people will be going first. Our nursing homes, skilled nursing facilities, long-term care facilities, those are the people who actually are in first in line because of the timing of things. But it's essential that you know our seniors get inv- vaccinated too. What they're finding is that those people who have breakthrough infections that end up uh, going to the hospital, as I said, a very, very small percentage, were mostly over 70 years old. And that uh, the people who um, were actually going as well, uh, but in a much smaller number, were those people who were 60 years old and older. So it looks like people who are younger are a little bit more protected. They're still maintaining their antibody levels a little bit, even though they have diminished a little bit, not quite as much as those people who are older. So make sure that when it comes time that you get your third dose of the vaccine. What we're finding also is that this vaccine is very effective against the variant forms. So whether it's Delta, whether, you know, and the A-alpha variant, uh, the Beta variant, or the Lambda variant, these are different variants. So they come from different places, Uh, the United Kingdom, South Africa, Brazil, you know, Southern California, actually, uh, we've had the Lambda variant come from there. So as these variants are arising, they are checking and making sure that this vaccine is effective. The way I like to explain it is if you went to a Halloween party, you can see multiple people in different masks, and they look different, right? So one is Dracula, <laughs> one is a pumpkin, one is a princess. So they're dressed in different ways. But you can still recognize them as being people. So this vaccine, the antibodies can see that this is a person. This is a virus. No matter what kind of mask it's wearing, it knows that this is the virus I need to uh, work with and attempt to eliminate. So make sure that you get these ex- this extra dose as it's coming out. Uh, the science is behind it strongly that it has effective and safe. Make sure you do this. Um, I don't want to see anyone else die. You know, I was looking at uh, when... Uh, the President Biden was uh, standing at the reflection pool with um, Vice President Harris and their spouses, and uh, they had the luminaries lit up uh, along the reflection pool, and in the distance you could see the Washington Monument lit up at night. And the thing that I thought about was at that point they had uh, 601,000 people who died in this country. That's 601,000 businesses, families, uh, friendships, all those were broken because of this virus. And what would have, would have happened if we had that vaccine a year earlier, in December of 2019, and everyone had gotten vaccinated? We would have had almost zero deaths. Those people would still be alive. Those families would not have been affected. And it's a tragedy that we're still seeing a 1,000 deaths a day to this date with an effective vaccine that can keep you out of the hospitals, as mentioning before, can keep you off a ventilator, can save your grandparents, can save your parents. You, as a parent, want to be around for your children. You don't want to leave it up to haphazard circumstances for your children to be taken care of. Make sure you get vaccinated and protect yourself. Lead by example. Our children get vaccines from measles, mumps, rubella, uh, they get, and it's based on the same kinds of scientific principles, the same studies, the same way we create vaccines as we did for these vaccines for the COVID-19. Make sure 
you educate yourself and your family uh, just to see what is out there um, and to make sure that you're going to reliable sources. Uh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention are professionals that work around the clock. They stopped us from getting Ebola in this country. They stopped us from getting so many diseases because of the sentinel people who are out there. Just like our military protects us against terrorism, we have those people who are in the Health and Human Services and the CDC that work around the clock to stop you from becoming infected by diseases from overseas. They are watching all the time. Make sure you listen to the right people and, uh, you know, make sure that you are listening to the right people who have the correct information and not just telling you to take things like ivermectin. Don't do that. That thing is a dangerous drug if used, misused. Uh, it's being used for parasitic infections, and it's an extreme increase in people trying to use that to try to uh, help themselves. This is something that we need to stay away from and stay and follow the science. Follow the science. Get vaccinated and protect yourself. I can't say any more simply than that. Um, and if you know, and there, were, you know, if there were things about, you know, the Tuskegee um, experiment, it's never an experiment. It was a study. They looked at these men and never treated them with pen, uh, penicillin, and as a result, they died from syphilis. Some of them, and they passed it on to other generations. Had they taken the penicillin, there may not have been any issue whatsoever. So don't deprive yourself of a vaccine that can uh, put you into a study category like they were and where we just watch the unnatural unfolding of this disease process where you get sick and get hospitalized and put on a ventilator. Why would you want to go through that? Why would you want to go through that? So I want you to stay with us. That was just a a public service message and announcement. I wanted you to make sure you have the uh, correct information on this. And Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.